0: Welcome to Digging In with Missouri Farm Bureau. I'm Eric Boll, Director of Public Affairs. Today we have a very special guest joining us to tell us more about broadband programs in the state of Missouri. Today we have Tim Arbeiter. Welcome, Tim.
1: Thanks, Eric, for having me today.
0: Could you tell Uh, us a little bit about yourself and what it is you you do?
1: Absolutely. My position with the uh, state of Missouri, I serve as the Director of Office of Broadband Development. Uh, I'm housed in the um, Economic Development uh, Division. Uh, of the state, but it's also with support under the Department of Agriculture as mm-hmm. well. So both both departments have come together uh, to launch the Office of Broadband Development.
0: Great. And that's something that we've worked on a lot at uh, Missouri Farm Bureau over the past five years or so, especially trying to really ramp up development of broadband, especially in the rural parts of the state. Um, why is that? You know, Can you describe a little bit about what the problem is that we're trying to solve here?
1: Well. A big portion of it is really just to get, you know, uh, a handle on uh, the, the overall lack of access or uh, connectivity, if you will. Currently, as it stands on some national numbers, uh, Missouri has a um, um, little over a million people without access to high-speed internet. Mm-hmm. You know, just under 600,000 households uh, in Missouri don't have access to high-speed internet. And when you when you think about our daily lives and how much we engage on our phones, on our computers, iPads, fill in the blank, and even to our business, to our entertainment, to education and healthcare, technology is is throughout. And currently, right now, with that many people with lack of access or no access, uh, that is that is a challenge. It's actually you know something, um, you know contradictory of what we need to do to try to help grow our overall state's economy and the quality of life for our citizens all across the state, no matter where they live.
0: And comparing those numbers you referenced, like the million people that don't have uh, access to high-speed internet in Missouri, that's um, a huge raw number. But in relation to other states even, it's it's we're pretty far behind where we should have been, right?
1: Well, it, latest reports is we're about the 41st connected state in the nation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, doesn't put us in a good position when you look at overall rankings. And so, in essence, you know, with the leadership of the state of Missouri with Governor Person, uh, his desire to put central focus on this, uh, Directors Chin and Dixon uh, coming together to bring the resources to start the office and as well too the support of the Missouri legislature mm-hmm. uh, doing several things over the past uh, few, few legislative cycles to really start the momentum and get us organized and so uh, the goals of my office is really to to look at the organization and and leadership if you will on getting in front of this and how do we how do we move the needle increase access not only from an infrastructure standpoint uh, but also from an adoption standpoint, that the educational programming on what technology could mean for for everyone in in Missouri, from you know rural to our farmers, to our small businesses, even our folks who work from home.
0: Mm-hmm. And so the the office itself, how long has it been around, and how long have you have you been in this role? You're the the only person who's held this
1: position, right? I started in in July of 2018, so we're a little over about a year and a half old. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, working with a lot of entities within the state, uh, a lot of stakeholder groups uh, like Farm Bureau has has been one of those champions and out in front of all the causes of trying to increase the support and dedication to broadband for that. Uh, In addition to working with our other sister agencies and departments within the state on how we can look at leveraging additional state opportunities for that. Uh, so, yeah, a little bit, a year and a half, uh, still learning a ton about uh, broadband. Uh, this is, you know, relatively new territory for me, but uh, I've been working in Missouri for well over 15 years in community and economic development. And broadband de- deployment is really trying to figure out a way uh, to help find a win-win strategy when we look at uh, a very costly expansion mm-hmm. of an infrastructure. Uh, when we have some lower dense density populations in in rural Missouri, so mm-hmm. how do we come at that in multiple different ways? Uh, and there's there's several ideas, but also some tangible things that we're doing right now. And so what
0: are those what are the kind of top line goals of your office and and the programs that you oversee?
1: Um, what are we hoping to accomplish and see as the end result of it? Sure. Uh, first and foremost, you know, lead and organize kind of the, the state uh, uh, resources and be that that spokesperson in uh, convening multiple groups uh, within the state but also around the state. We have a number of different entities uh, from our regional planning commissions to county leadership, communities who are seeking to get more engaged and trying to help figure out the solution. So that, that's a fair amount of time in that regard. Uh, the other time is also trying to increase the overall adoption rate of uh, broadband. Right now, we're in the low 80s. How do we work on strategies to increase that? Uh, it's one thing to build out infrastructure; it's another thing to have people hop onto it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other goal is to work on those, you know, million citizens. How do we uh, enable some programs and opportunities uh, with, uh, you know, public assistance uh, to, that help reduce that number and getting that. Probably the fourth thing, a fourth goal that I will also uh, say is, you know, with the expensive nature of trying to expand broadband, it's also working with the provider community mm-hmm. and understanding some of the challenges and barriers that they face. And is there opportunity as a state or guidance to counties and municipalities on, you know, ways or potential opportunities to, to reduce some of the barriers that exist out there? Um, I think that's one of the key areas we could also help out with and, and brokering those conversations
0: yeah and obviously the the issue the dollar amounts we're talking about that it would take to get uh, get broadband to, to every last person are, are astronomical and mm-hmm. they can't be done by by government alone but government can play some bit of a coordinating role in a lot of ways I believe and that's a large part of what you've been tasked with um, in, in what ways are you working with the
1: Um, private entities, though, and and trying to bring everyone on the same page? Sure. Working uh, across the gamut from a number of different sectors of the broadband community, you know, convened uh, a provider, uh, get a provider summit, if you will, to understand their challenges, uh, just to have general conversations of what are opportunities for us as a state to, to put in front of them to maybe demonstrate best practices from other states, uh, other countries even, mm-hmm. uh, of, of ways to help get, you know, the infrastructure farther out there. And that's, that's multifaceted, you know, from the actual conduit to, you know, whether it's uh, access, you know, for poles or wireless options. Um, still early to determine because, again, still learning a ton from the, all the sectors in, in the broadband community. Uh, we as a state are, are technology neutral. Uh, this would probably be a good time to talk about what is high-speed Internet. Yeah. Um, the, the and, and what do you mean by technology neutral? Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. There are a number of different sectors in the broadband community. For instance, uh, you know, telecommunications companies mm-hmm. to cable providers, uh, wireless Internet carriers, um, uh, to also rural electric co-ops. We yeah. have several in Missouri that are engaging in the broadband deployment effort. So working with a number of different providers in all of those categories, Uh, as they try to deploy in their respective areas. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they do have a a hiccup or barrier that they're trying to work through. Uh, So I provide that kind of that help and assistance uh, when when appropriate. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then also they have some consistent issues across the board that I'm trying to ascertain of what are some things that we could do from a state-level standpoint. Uh, Some we may not be able to impact, but there there may be opportunities in the near future that we could do. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you mentioned the... Um,
0: the question's about what constitutes high-speed internet. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely been an issue nationwide and here in Missouri as well. So um, explain why that's controversial or or has been
1: a challenge, and and what does it really mean to have high-speed internet? Sure. Uh, By minimum definition of uh, high-speed internet is is those technologies that afford uh, broadband connectivity of 25 megabits download, 1 megabit I'm sorry 3 megabits upload mm-hmm. so commonly referred to as 253 mm-hmm. um, uh, the federal communications commission just recently moved to that that definition where it used to be 10 10 megabits down 1 megabit up mm-hmm. um, and then there's also other avenues that we're you know looking at through the existing program like the, the most recently the, the state broadband grant program by statute you know <laughs> will only fund things that are at least 253 or expandable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, potential applicants could actually apply for much higher speeds to receive assistance and support from the state. Mm-hmm. And
0: speaking of that support from the state, mm-hmm. uh, you just announced um, a program that is going to be, I think, the first grants that are going out um, in relation to broadband development. What does that program look like, and, and what's kind of the timeline
1: we're looking at with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the a, uh, a five million dollar grant program actually created by the legislature uh, a couple cycles ago, uh, appropriated this past cycle and signed into to the state budget by Governor Parson, and so with that five million dollar appropriation that that essentially launches the inaugural broadband grant program. A couple weeks ago, we you know posted the guidelines and the selection criteria. Uh, and had to do that uh, you know, via statute 30 days prior to opening up the application cycle just so the general community can, can digest and, and the providers that are out there you know, understand what we're looking for. Uh, the, the statute that created the grant program was pretty prescriptive, uh, but we had to put you know, a significant amount of language around it to understand what it meant uh, mm-hmm. in the statute. And so with that, uh, a couple of weeks from now, actually, on December 5th, the application cycle will open, mm-hmm. and so uh, the statute affords a number of different entities to apply. Uh, that could be current broadband carriers, uh, nonprofits, political subdivisions, uh, electric co-ops, and the other broadband providers operating in Missouri. Those potentially could be, you know, you know, applicants, mm-hmm. or no, they can be applicants. Uh, to the program. They would just need to define, you know, the project area they want to expand uh, service to, what type of service, and then all the various things that that, that go along with it. You know, the ability of the company or the organization uh, to not only construct but maintain and sustain uh, the project post-completion and get it live and and potentially expandable down the road. That's what we would love to see. Um, But then also, what are some of the educational things that they're going to do in their community, what kind of impact will that project have in that respective community? Uh, and again, all those things are outlined um, uh, in the state grant program um, for potential applicants looking to, to seek resources, and it's designed as a 50-50. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whomever or whatever organization comes forward or a broadband provider comes forward, we're seeking a 50-50 arrangement. Uh, the state broadband grant could be less mm-hmm. than 50% in case they're bringing other sources to the table that reduce uh, the overall percentage by the state. Mm-hmm. And is there a cap on how much each individual grant can be? The statute allows for applications of up to 5 million, but we only have 5 million. Yeah, total. <laughs> right. So we want to make sure that we uh, look at all the applications and, and score them accordingly based on you know their their number of connections that they're looking to do. What speeds are they looking to take people and entities from to to? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a number of different things we'll be factoring in on the state grant program. Great, uh,
0: for this upcoming year though, the 2020 um, session is about to get started. Really, it's just around the corner um, for the state legislature. Are there any issues that uh, that they're going to be looking to address that we've kind of identified in the few? Uh, Months, I guess the year and a half that you've been in this position, um, are there things that still need some more clarification or action from the legislature that you think may, may get some movement?
1: Well, we're kind of going through that final vetting on those opportunities. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, one of the things we always talk about what else could we do Mm -hmm. uh, in that space uh, with uh, the legislature. Um, But right now it's a little bit too early to talk about uh, what we're, you know, planning, Mm -hmm. if you will, um, it's just a contingent on you know final approvals and moving forward on the house.
0: Great. And I know at Farm Bureau we'll definitely be advocating for um, some more money to be uh, put into that grant program and keep that going and hopefully continue to grow it. As as we see the results coming out of it, so hopefully and, we'll be able to, to
1: improve that as well. And I do get that question about you know sh- you know about the five million. I I, w- I would say other states that have launched their their grant programs, they started uh, at a relatively similar number. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for instance, like a Minnesota, and, you mm-hmm. know, that's that's that was their you know first uh, time out was that five million, and so. You know, that, that's what we're looking at to see how we can get uh, that, that 5 million uh, evaluated by the potential applicants that mm-hmm. come in. Uh, we do not anticipate that it would be an issue to get a number of applicants because 5 million may not go very far in expanding broadband. Um, we have a certain goal. We'd love to get uh, at least 2,000 connections because, again, it's a 50-50 program. So right. we would be deploying up to or more than 10 million in broadband. Mm-hmm. and so. You know that's our goal, but it's contingent on the project areas that are proposed on that.
0: Great. Well, it's a great first step, and I uh, appreciate you taking the time to come in and talk with us about this. Uh, Tim Arbiter with the Department of Economic Development and the Office of Broadband. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Eric.